0: everyone welcome to another episode of the handgun world podcast episode 616 to be exact i'm bob main i am just your everyday guy kind of like the the neighbor and we're having a second amendment conversation here uh, you know it's i'm not one of these industry insiders or gun writers or famous trainers or anything like that. I've been doing this show for a long time, but I try to just keep this practically oriented and rooted in common sense. You know, last week I talked about practicing and training with small guns. This week's going to be somewhat of a continuation. I'm going to throw some slightly different twists in it. But I still want to talk about some small guns, pocket guns. I want to revisit some pocket guns because it's an important subject. I do believe there are a lot of people out there carrying little, small, tiny pocket guns. And so I want to get into that. Also, you got to train and practice with these. Yesterday, I did another competition match, another competition shooting match, and I shot my little SIGs, my little 365s, my 365 and my 365 XL. Didn't do quite as well as I did a few weeks back. I know it's not the gun, though, because I performed a lot better with these guns three or four weeks ago than I did. So it had to be me, can't be the gun. The gun didn't change in three or four weeks. I'm the knucklehead who changed in the last three or four weeks, and I just didn't perform very well. Made a lot of mistakes, and just uh, it wasn't good. But that's okay. That's what I like about doing competition matches, ma- matches, and practicing and training, and so forth. I got to get more dry practice in. I got to get more over to the. Range where I'm a member. I got to renew my membership over at Cedar Ridge Range. Go over there. Do some more practicing. More drawing from the holster. More shot groups. More defensive tactics. More moving and shooting. I've got a range where I can do that. Becoming a member. So I just I need to get that done. I need to get started again. You know January is half over already. So I think it's about time. And I'm still... Right now, trying to get over a sickness I had for a couple of weeks during during the holidays. I was just I was sick for about two or two and a half weeks, and I still got about some of this lingering crud, just still affecting my voice, and you know, it's just not not great. I mean, I heard a lot of people just didn't do well, but anyway, here I am to talk about the pocket guns. Hear my voice cracking there? Um, I'll do the best I can to get through this. So here I go. There are times when the only thing I can carry is a pocket gun. If you've been following me for a long time, you know my job. I'm a salesperson. I've been a salesperson now since 1986. I'm starting my 37th year. And I'm in the uh, security type sales business for hotels. And sometimes I just cannot, you know, be noticed carrying a firearm. Sometimes a pocket pistol is the only thing I can get away with. I always want to have my Second Amendment rights available to me. I will not carry in prohibited areas, but when I can carry, I will be. Uh, Carrying, absolutely. Sometimes it's just not possible to be carrying a holstered firearm on my hip or appendix carry. So the pocket guns get the call. And the two that I rely on most, the the first one, not necessarily in this order, but I have a Ruger LCP-2. Not the not the LCP-2 Max, which I, I would love to have that. And that may one day be in, in the plans for me to acquire. But I have the LCP-2. I really like it. I really like it. Ben Branham and I did a video review on the Ruger LCP-2. And we compared it with my car P380, which I'm going to talk about as well. You You can find that, by the way, if you want to watch that. On my YouTube channel please subscribe to me on YouTube handgun world at YouTube I'll put a link in the show notes I really like the Ruger LCP 2 now people say well there are better options Bob you know it only has a six round or seven round capacity in the magazine depending on which mag that I use 6 plus 1 or 7 plus 1 that's true it's just it's still, however, a, a great little firearm. and it's highly accurate. If you look at that video that Ben and I did, it's just a highly accurate gun. Uh, ben loved it. he he when he shot it, he thought it was really good. One of the things, I don't know if you can hear this, but that trigger, the trigger is very good for a pocket pistol. Um, much better than the original ruger lcp triggers a lot better the the version twos are just a whole lot better and i've had a chance to also fire uh the lcp2 max and i think that triggers even better than the lcp2 but i like it it just seems it's it's so easy to carry i mean there's no reason not to carry this firearm There really isn't, Uh, unless it's an absolutely 100% prohibited gun-free zone, which I hate those things, right? Killing zones is what they really are. Invitations to the bad guys, but then again, I don't advocate breaking the law. But the LCP-2 is really good. Here's what I like about it. First of all, the grip. One of the challenges with these little pocket guns, these mouse guns, is that they can bounce around a lot in your hand when you shoot them. They're easy to conceal. They're just fantastic, but they can be—they can bounce around a lot, especially if you don't have good technique. The Ruger LCP-2, the texturing on the grip and the shape of the grip... Is perfect. And even though I cannot get my pinky on the gun, Ruger did a great job of designing the grip with enough texture but not too much. And they put a little lip, a little magazine extension, nice little lip at the bottom, which locks in both of my fingers, my middle finger and my ring finger on the right hand. It locks them in just absolutely perfect so when i shoot this thing it's incredibly controllable how many of you have shot one of these little tiny tiny guns and you found out that it's just not controllable that ever happened to you i'll bet it has and this one is incredibly easy to control that was one of the things i really liked about it the lcp2 also has good sights these little mouse guns are not known for having good sights. This one does. They're all black, but it's got good sights. And real sights, not fake sights like a little nub that sits on top of the slide. These are actually real sights. Okay? And you know, they're they're not easily removable or changeable. It doesn't look like Maybe they are, but I'm not going to mess with it. This is not going to be a gun that I'm going to be you know, shooting at 50 yards. However, I did shoot this at 15 yards, and it's absolutely accurate at 15 yards. So the grip, the grip, the grip texture, the shape, the magazine release button is perfectly done. Uh, Ruger just did such a great job with the magazine release button. And you know, as I review this gun, it makes me want to go out and buy an LCP2 max so I can have 10 rounds in that thing. Uh, they just but they did a great job. They got serrations on the slide which make it easy to rack the slide. My wife, who's a new shooter, uh, never shot a gun before until after we got married, she had no problem with this gun. Uh, no problem. racking the slide. She's a, she's very small. My wife's like five and uh, well, I'm not going to publicly announce, but she's small, <laughs> and she didn't have any problem with this. Uh, she's got good hand strength, but even somebody that doesn't have good hand strength, I think, would not have much of a problem with this. What's the what's the disadvantage? Of the Ruger LCP 2 well it's a 380 and you could call a 380 a disadvantage um, I think with today's ammunition it's not much of a disadvantage of course compared to a 9 millimeter or even a 40 of course or 45 it's it's a disadvantage but you know I I use either Hornady or Federal HST and I think they'll get the job done. At 6 plus 1, I have an ultra-concealable 7-round 380. If I get an LCP2 max, I'll have an 11 rounds. 11 rounds of 380. I believe that I could get the job done of defending myself with 11 rounds of 380. I really believe I can. I practice enough, and I train with these enough that I believe I can get the job done of defending myself. And I think Ruger LCP, the original version, I bet that's probably one of the largest-selling handguns of all time. You know, how many does anybody know how many millions and millions of of those little guns that that Ruger has sold since they introduced it. Now, I will say, and I'm, I'm probably going to get some people mad, but Ruger, they ripped off the Caltech P380 when they first came out with the Ruger LCP. But I guess I'd have to say Ruger did it better. So there, you know, um, they did it better. They deserve to have the sales that they do, but uh, I did want to point that out. And Ruger just kept... Making the pistol better and better. And I just, I really like it. You know, it has one of those trigger safety that are similar to a Glock trigger safety. Uh, But the trigger is just so much better than the version 1. So much. And, uh, you know, when I had a chance to fire the LCP2 uh, Max, that, that trigger was very good. So this is one of my favorite carry guns. I carry it in a... DeSantis Superfly pocket holster. Not the Nemesis, but an old-fashioned, made-long-ago pocket holster by DeSantis. And it does the job perfectly. Covers the trigger uh, guard the way it's supposed to cover the trigger guard. If I want to carry this gun... On my belt, for some reason, I'm not quite sure why I would, but I have a holster that um, would do that. I think also, I'd have to check the box. I think Ruger gave me a pocket holster. I, th- I think this, comes, this gun comes with a pocket holster. I don't use it. It's probably still in the box behind me in my safe. Um, and so that's a plus. And, you know, the, these guns just, you can't discount these guns. Um, I, you know, I certainly, I wouldn't want to get shot by one. Um, so, any of the clowns out there saying that all, all a three hundred eighty round would do is piss somebody off. if people say that stupid stuff. I want to quote the, the late, great James Yeager. Um, I kind of miss James Yeager. He was very controversial, yes, But he had great things to say, great things to teach. When he was doing his YouTube channel, he used to every once in a while, or I shouldn't say every once in a while, regularly. I think it was about once a week he'd put out an episode called Stupid Internet Gun Stuff. I love that. Uh, You might want to look up James Yeager if you don't know who he is. I think a lot of you probably do know who he was. Excuse me. Stupid, stupid internet gun stuff. Rest in peace, James Yeager. One of the stupid internet gun stuff things that people would say, in my opinion, is 380 will just piss somebody off. That it won't stop anybody. Now, if you look at the actual facts, many people have used 380 handguns 380 caliber handguns to defend themselves successfully so that's one of those stupid internet gun stuff things that people say and most of the time it's on the internet i I don't know if i've ever heard anybody say that in person when we're having a discussion but you know you know how people are on the internet the internet gives everyone a voice But it doesn't give everybody a brain. And some people's brains just, well, I think some people show their actual true intelligence level when they get on the Internet. Let's just put it that way. All right, the other little pocket gun was actually the first one I ever purchased. The first little pocket 380 I ever purchased. This thing's got to be 16 years old probably, 15 or 16 years old a car arms p380 i just really like this little thing car arms p380 not the cw380 the premier line the top of the line or at that time it was cars top of the line car arms k-a-h-r arms it was the top 380 that they made when i got this thing it's still fantastic Let me tell you what I like about the Car Arms P380. By the way, neither of these manufacturers, neither Ruger nor Car, have paid me one cent to do this episode. i got to put that disclaimer out there. This show is supported by you, the listener. At this moment, I don't have show sponsors. So, folks, give me some support, please. Patreon. For three dollars a month, you can watch all the exclusive content, really good interviews, real good videos that I have on Patreon. Three bucks or six dollars, whatever membership level that you want to purchase. You can also support Ben and I, Ben Branham and I at the Modern Self Protection podcast by joining our shooters club. Many thanks to all of you who are shooters club members. Many thanks to a lot of you who are my Patreon supporters you can also do amazon shopping just by going to handgunworld.com first click one of the recommended products on my amazon store then go to uh, go to your account and do your shopping that helps me out quite a bit so the car arms p380 i absolutely like the double action trigger pull. Now it's a double action only gun for those of you that might not know. Double action only. Not to be confused with a double action single action. A double action single action gun like CZ's, Beretta, some of the SIGs means that the first round that you fire is double action. And then the gun is in single action mode after that because every round cocks the hammer. This is a striker fired gun, the Car P380. But it's double action only. So it's kind of like shooting a revolver with a nice trigger. It, it has a really super long reset. Uh, but it's a very, very smooth double action trigger. A very smooth double action trigger trigger and that's what i really like about it you know car arms they pretty much started all the small gun stuff out there if you think about it michael bain recently michael bain the great michael bain if he's listening how you doing michael i hope your day is going well check out his podcast um, back in the day it used to be called downrange radio now it's called TV on the radio. He recently did a show on the car arms pistols and they seem to be kind of forgotten pistols these days but I wish they weren't. You know with all the stuff out there with with the new SIGs and the new Springfields and the miniature Glocks and all the cool micro nine millimeters and everything that we have out there car arms doesn't get much mention anymore but they should especially for these Tiny little guns, because th- I, this is a high quality gun, uh, very high quality. I've I know I've got probably six hundred rounds that I've shot through this gun. It's a six-round magazine once again, plus one, so I'm I'm carrying seven rounds of 380. I can carry a reload. I do have some magazines that. Have an extension so I can have seven rounds plus one in the chamber, eight rounds of 380. Absolutely good sights. You know what's good and really cool about the sights on this car P380? And I think it's better sights than what comes on the C models, the CW models, or the CM models. These sights are kind of like excess sights. It's they're, they're dovetailed sights, they're metal sights, they have white dot in the front, and they just have like a little white line in the back sitting in the middle of the rear sight. These can easily be easily be changed out. I like the factory sights on the car P380. I like it. They're fine. They work just fine for me. This thing's highly accurate. This thing recoils like a mule. Uh, I don't know why but the but the car P380 recoils worse than the LCP2. It does. It just now maybe it's not actually recoiling worse, but it feels like it's worse. Maybe because of the design of the grip on the LCP2 is better or I don't know, maybe it fits my hand better uh, or maybe it has something to do with the recoil spring on the Ruger LCP. I'm not quite sure, but the, the car P380 recoils or feels like it recoils worse. But it's not out of control, not not by any means. And once again, they're about the same size. And I use the same holster, the DeSantis Superfly. So I can carry this car arms gun anywhere, anywhere. and And I do. I carry it pretty frequently this trigger gets really good after you shoot two or three hundred and like I said I think I've got probably 600 or so through this I've had this thing over 15 years so I got a lot of rounds through it and this this trigger is buttery buttery smooth I mean it's a smooth it's the smoothest double action trigger that I think that you could find in any kind of a double action only pistol. And, you know, when triggers are good, it's much easier to shoot the gun. It's just a fact. The gun's easier to shoot when the trigger's better. The reliability of this P380 is fantastic. Uh, Some people in the past have... You know, had negative things to say about the car car arms guns. This and the PM9 I used to have were fantastic. I, I wish I had not um, sold the PM9. I, I sold my PM9 to buy my first SIG P365. I don't regret doing that. But the PM9 is just such a cool gun. And... It's uh, the, the, the triggers. You know what's really cool about the double action triggers on these car guns also? Is if you like to appendix carry, some people feel safer carrying the guns that have double action triggers. So there's an advantage to this little pocket rocket, this car P380. But by owning these two little pocket mouse guns, it removes any excuse that i may ever have to carrying a firearm any excuse that i may have to not do it the these two guns remove those excuses completely so again there's no reason not to have one of these both of them have a very easy manual of arms it's easy to use these pistols. They're, they're point and shoot pistols. I just I can't say enough good things about them with good, They're both highly accurate with good ammo. They're gonna have enough stopping power for me to defend myself. I have total confidence in these guns. And I, w- I would recommend either one of these to anybody. Another one is a Smith and Wesson 642 Performance center revolver. For all you revolver enthusiasts out there, let me talk about the 642. I really like the 642 Performance Center model. For the little bit of extra money, it's a much, much better trigger. Just a much more refined Smith & Wesson 642. It doesn't break the bank. It's not super expensive. I, I don't know about you, but I cannot justify paying big bucks for a revolver. I'm just not that much of a revolver enthusiast. Now, some of you listening to this, you, you probably say, Bob Main, that's heresy. I'll spend a ton of money on a good fine revolver because they're fine pistols. They are. They are fine handguns. I shouldn't say pistols. They're revolvers. Let me get my terminology correct. They are. They're fine handguns. Ex- expensive revolvers are fine handguns they're just not my thing i i I just don't like wheel guns that's just not me um i just want first of all i want to have more capacity in in the gun i want to have more rounds to win with i want to have more rounds that i can win with and semi-automatics just they give me more rounds in a smaller and lighter package but revolvers for pocket revolvers I cannot recommend strongly enough the Smith and Wesson 642. Even if you get the base model, fine fine gun. Just investigate the performance center model. The trigger is fantastic on that thing. And it's worth the extra hundred and twenty-five or hundred and thirty dollars, whatever, to get the the, the version. That has been done by the Smith & Wesson Performance Center on that nice little uh, pocket revolver. And it's smaller than a Ruger LCR. Smaller than a Ruger LCR. The Smith & Wesson 6.42 Performance Center. So if you like pocket carrying, these three pistols, they remove any excuse you might have to not put a handgun in your pocket pretty much any pocket this little this little car p380 i mean it'll go in jeans pockets it'll go in shorts pockets (laughs) it'll go in the cargo pocket of cargo shorts i mean it this thing will go anywhere there isn't anywhere that it'll go in a shirt pocket it'll go in my back pocket of my jeans and look like a wallet Uh, i mean it's (laughs) same with the lcp2 it's just, it, and, and don't listen to the knuckleheads, don't listen to the stupid internet gun stuff that say that these are inaccurate pistols and they're not good for anything except belly shooting, shooting at belly to belly distance. People who say that don't know what they're talking about. I have proven and, and, and hundreds of people have proven that these guns can be shot at 15, 25, 35, 50 yards and and hits can be made stopping hits can be made uh it's it's the it's not the the gun it's the shooter Um, if you can't make hits like that with these guns you need to practice more you need to shoot more because these guns are built to do that no problem so i'd like to know about what's your experience with pocket guns what pocket guns do you do you have what do you carry um, I'm sure many of you have different pocket guns than than what I have. Uh, so let me know what do you got? You got a you got a little Smith and Wesson uh, Bodyguard? You got a small little Kimber pocket gun? What do you have? I, I you know send me an email handgunworld at gmail dot com handgunworld at gmail dot com. I always put every episode on Facebook on Twitter. You can make comments. There, you can go to the website, handgunworld.com. You can find this episode's post. You can put the comment there. If you if you use iTunes or, that's the old name, Apple Podcasts, you can put comment there. A- any podcast app, uh, most of them, I believe, have the ability for you to leave comments there. Uh, let me hear it. But I'd love to get your email or voicemail, 210-646-1727. That's the phone number, 210-646-1727. I realize it's old-fashioned voicemail. Yes, I realize that. Or if you just want to send me an audio file, if you want to record something and email it to handgunworld at gmail.com, do that too. I'll I'll put you on the show and respond. Uh, If you answer a question or whatever, I'll talk about it. Let me hear your thoughts. With all the stuff going on out there. With all the new guns coming out. And all the marketing of all the new guns and everything. That's out there. And that's never going to stop. This is the golden age of guns. The golden age of handguns especially. Even rifles. ARs and everything. Don't forget about the very useful and very good little pocket 380s or do you have a little pocket 32 do you use a 22 what is it what is it that you have one of the first pocket guns I ever shot by the way was uh, Ben Branham had a little pocket 32 that he used to carry back in the day and uh, we were This is shortly after I first met Ben and we were at a range practicing together and he had this little Pocket 32, and I'm pretty sure it's a, um, I think it's a Ruger. I think it is a Ruger. And once I shot something like that, I knew that I had to have uh, a pocket gun. So, what's yours? Some people use Glock 43s. Um, you know, I don't know what kind of pockets some people have, but some people say that they pocket carry their Glock 43X or their Hellcat. Really? <laughs> Man, what kind of pockets do you <laughs> do you have? <laughs> I can't dress like that. Anyway, let's hear it. So, that's all that I've got for this week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Handgun World Podcast. Remember, folks, shoot straight, shoot safe, and the most important thing, read your Bible every day. I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.